precious metals, tactical shopping, and family secrets. This is Gluttony and Earth. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name's Nick and this is Gluttony and Earth. Yes, in DD do da uh and well if you if you listen to the wind blow and you watch the sun rise you'll see running in the shadows it's kyle <laughs> it's not october yet oh <laughs> every every month is a month for kyle <laughs> it is yeah every it's it's always kyle pride month every month (laughs) (laughs) if you're a kyle we salute you here on the podcast uh for this month only every month (laughs) Uh, and alone at the edge of a universe humming a tune for merely dreaming we were snow it's adam wow that's very existential (laughs) very you yeah you I'll link you the song afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and high in the sky where eagles fly, Baka the Dark enters the throne. All right, you need to you need to calm yourself. <laughs> I I only got to sleep for half an hour today. <laughs> can't be doing this. Uh, I can't calm down. I gotta tell you, the the reviews are in. No, they're not. Yes, they are. The review for Maximum Strength Oral Pain Relief Gel by me is in, and it is absolute fucking trash. Let me tell you, <laughs> I have had a toothache for three fucking days, and I'm just guzzling benzocaine, uh, trying to make this shit go away, and it just does not. And I've, oh, it hurts so bad <laughs> all day, every day. Just calling out brands. I am. I well, I don't. I don't think it's a brand. That's just what it's called. Uh, the brand is Top Care. <laughs> <laughs> here's your here's your naked review top care god damn no it's it's awful it's my wisdom tooth one of my three wisdom teeth oh my and it grew three. in so, yeah well it grew in it i'm glad the fourth one never grew in because the other three just give me so much fucking trouble uh this uh, one's particularly grew in sideways and it's never been a problem until three days ago and it fucking hurts <laughs> I have six wisdom teeth. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I have none. They're all ripped from my face. I was Ooh, supposed to have mine taken out. <laughs> I was supposed to have mine taken out in high school, but then my parents said no, it costs too much. And then both my sisters got theirs taken out, and I still have all six of mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had time between you and, and the other and the, your sisters to raise the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> and they've never caused me any problem. Like I. I'm pretty sure two of the top ones, because I have four on the top, two on the bottom. Uh, two of the top ones are fully grown through the gum line. They're just teeth now. Mm. <laughs> um, and they've never bothered me. So here we are. My, Someday they will. <laughs> my top left um, is a really weak ass tooth. And it has slowly broken weak down over tooth. time. For a long time, that one actually gave me a lot of pain. But I think the nerves are finally numb to it. So it's just whatever. It's just a shitty, small, broken tooth. Uh, the other top one never came in. 
The bottom left one, I think, just has a cavity, but it's not been a problem. And the other one, like I said, sideways, uh, never been a problem until today or three days ago. Uh, I can't tell time. It's, it's so bad. It's like either I can sit at a low throbbing pain for like the rest of the day. Or in the worst case scenario is I bite something and I just I just nick my 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 tooth with my other teeth and it's just a sudden just explosion of pain and it's so fucking unbearable. No good. They told me that they're growing towards a primary nerve and that I need to get them taken out as soon as possible. It's been how's math work? Twelve years since then, so apparently oh. it wasn't that immediate of a danger. Yeah. Well, but any that, day now, <laughs> not that prime of a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> Probably means you just won't ever be able to get them out because it's too close to the nerves now. Yeah, it's going to be great. Or the nerve of those teeth. Look, that's a fucking great conversation to have when you're like, I think I was like junior year of high school or sophomore year sitting in the dentist office is like oh yeah if we fuck up too badly like part of your face will just be paralyzed forever and it's like oh that's, well, great that's, that's, that's the, good to know <laughs> that's the thing with wisdom teeth removal like as far as i'm aware the united states are one of the only countries that like is like a part of growing up is getting your wisdom teeth taken out because mm -hmm. for the most part they just leave them alone because it can fuck up your face if they mess it up so they usually leave them alone unless they're bothering you. Yeah, because the roots grow so deep. Like it gets if you wait too long to get them removed, it's that like the roots are too close yeah. to that nerve that it's a lot more dangerous to get them removed. I imagine a lot of other places have better like dental care policy. So like for for instance, me, I I'm I grew up below poverty line, so my teeth are are I'm just I. I, I'm saving money to replace a few. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> get some fake ass teeth in here. Uh, like, get three very bright teeth. Because <laughs> 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 um, I imagine that's that's probably, like, if you're, because I think my wisdom teeth probably crowded my teeth, because some of my teeth seem a little crowded. Um, but, like, if the dent, if I could do, like, dental care <laughs> growing up it probably wouldn't have been the issue they would have taken <laughs> it would have been uh, uh early on would have been taken care of oh well i mean it's wisdom my teeth, teeth would have been fine i my parents had get your wisdom teeth removal insurance but not braces insurance so i have cool. fucked up teeth i mean not super fucked up but yeah. like not yeah. we didn't have braces insurance <laughs> yeah Oh, it hurts. Okay, let's go to the recap. <laughs> uh, trade one pain for another. All right. So last time uh, we had we've had some chunky episodes. Um, I think the last two were like an hour and a half each, um, something like that. Hour twenty, I think I got them. I think I got it too. Uh, there was a lot that happened and a lot of happening that was chunky because you fought a big ass snake guardian. Uh, and that guardian paralyzed the hell out of Endian. <laughs> We're all back on that. Um, probably the best person to to go against Chaco uh, was immediately uh, doomed to be just a rag doll in Chaco's snaky grip. Um, so basically, where we left off in the last episode is uh, Endian tried to plead a Chaco. 
it wasn't really working. Um, Thelum and Darius were were trying to figure out if they should just head out for fresh air or if they should just wait for Endian. Um, eventually, Endian tries to leave Chaco, but Chaco, in her confused and poisoned uh, state, uh, decides to assault Endian, uh, leading Endian to eventually get knocked out from constriction. Um, Thelum feels very thus felt very. Words. <laughs> Thelum felt very frustrated because he couldn't do anything because he he did not feel his punching a giant snake would do much of anything to it. Um, he instead tried to turn to the genie in the ring to get some kind of uh, leverage happening, um, but the genie said he couldn't do it. He needed the egg first to getting deals done, and eventually uh, Thelum was like, fine, I'll do it. Here's the egg. Please save Indian. Um, he goes in. He tries to help out. Gets knocked out also. <laughs> um, but uh, through the wondrous genius technology of Darius, uh, his little uh, action figure pearl guy, um, was able to take uh, Thelm's ring, put it on Indian to save Indian, and then much like the rest of the combat, uh, just knocked around Chaco. <laughs> MVP of the combat was Darius shooting lightning. <laughs> um, afterwards, however, uh, they discover Bunyan was sitting outside the cave. Um, it turns out Bunyan had, uh, after seeing Chaco flying around and not hearing anything from you guys, went up to the cave to, to see what was going on, to see if you guys were in trouble, saw your campsite, uh, was was waiting out there to figure out what's going on. Um, eventually sees you guys. Explains that he knew that Chaco had dead children and and the and was clearly very confused and in, unconsolable about the whole situation. Um, Endian didn't think that was good enough excuse for not explaining anything. Um, left a, I think a bad review through the library's network. Uh, for not take to not take uh, jobs from this place from Enoch Village anymore. Uh, eventually, he left down to the village, and you guys decided to buckle down, take a little rest, and head back to Thelm's cabin. In which, during the night, uh, Darius has once again another nightmare. This time involving. Uh, uh, this crackling, popping, foaming nonsense and, and arms bursting out of chests. That's where we left off for down tizzle, as the kids say. <laughs> tizzle. Every kid says it. It's their first word. <laughs> yep, definitely. Definitely on the tip of everyone's tongue. Yeah. Um, so right away, uh, since we're in downtime, I just want to go through upkeep of what you guys got from the mission. Uh, I know I told everyone off the air, uh, so they could figure out some stuff and get prepped for how they want to spend their downtime. But just as a, a notice, everyone got around 554 XP. Uh, they got 10 honor, uh, for not demanding pay from the village. And then they each got an additional two honor, um from the mission itself and then ooh, I believe I need to know 
I don't remember. Did off air? Did we talk about your flaws and your we ideals? Did. We did. Yes. Okay. Does anyone offhand remember who got their stuff? Who got what? I got um, stuff for my ideal. I got stuff for my ideal. So that would have been two honor each, right? Mm-hmm. And then did anyone have a flaw that they dealt with? I did not, because we didn't really loot anything. Yeah, you, you basically had a trade-off of not getting paid, but you got the ten honor. So less experience, more honor. Um, yeah, so so you guys are going to be in downtime for a little bit. Um, I know we talked about you guys perhaps spending a week of downtime in uh, not necessarily Enoch Village, but at Delam's Cabin, uh, and then spending more downtime once you guys go, got back to New Veneer. So with that, I'll say you guys don't need to pay any this week's upkeep costs for your lifestyle. So that's okay. perfectly fine because you'll be basically sheltered and provided for. Um, Gunu is spending. Gunu spends most of her time cleaning, uh, cooking, fishing, and practicing magic. So <laughs> she's she's got to cover. You'll you'll have plenty of fish stew <laughs> uh, as you guys spend the week. <laughs> um, but yeah, who wants to? Kind of say first what they would like to spend a little downtime doing. Um, I can go first because I also have a question related oh. to the downtime as well. Yes. Um, so while we're here, one, I'm definitely spending one of my downtimes to mine some of the lemonite. That actually, your question procs my question. <laughs> You've activated my question card. Um, no, it's not as a question. It's a so that that does remind me. Um. Because you knew you were going to come here to get metal ore, um, mm-hmm. normally if it was like mid-mission and you guys didn't have a pickaxe, I would have been like, oh, spend an honor to do a flashback and buy a pickaxe. You can just buy a pickaxe. Um, you wouldn't find any in Enoch Village. <laughs> but if you don't have a pickaxe, you can buy one now. <laughs> you can just um, say you had bought one so you can mine stuff. Part of Darius's starting equipment, because I'm an archaeologist, I have a miner's pick. Well, shit. Yeah, that, so I <laughs> that just have out. one with me at all times. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, shit, I didn't, uh, I didn't expect that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the reason I was okay with it. I'm like, cool, I, I got so the equipment already. <laughs> I spent so much time like looking up <laughs> stuff about uh, what you can use to mine. <laughs> um, nope, I got that And then shit also, I guess before the mission, I forgot, because of your background also, you would know the value of art, ancient art. Yes. Um, and we didn't really talk about it last time. Um, that that painting that you rolled up, mm-hmm. or not, I don't think you rolled it, you carried it, so you didn't ruin it. Um, that painting is actually, I'll say you, you probably won't get the money until you get back to New Veneer, because you were probably um, trying to sell. Uh, but the, the painting sells for quite a bit of money, actually. Um, yes. I have a quick question too about that is what kind of person would you want to, would you sell the painting or would you like, or, or if, if you don't, what would you do with, have done with it? If you do want to sell it, what kind of like seller would you be looking for? Like a collector, a museum, a university, 
Um, I think Darius wouldn't hang on to it because he doesn't have any real usage for it. Like he appreciates mm-hmm. and is like, that's very cool. It's not my style though. Um, so I think he definitely would sell it to someone. Probably more the flavor of university to museum instead of private collector because he is a bit more of like this is very interesting and shouldn't just sit in some mm-hmm. rich person's house that no one gets to see it yeah not that he's like a it belongs in a museum type of a situation but um like it definitely you has an, oh, you, with ahead. an archaeologic like archaeology background you're probably still more invested in the idea of like something that's going to uphold this ancient you ha- you understand that you appreciate the value of like these old things rather than um necessarily thinking that things belong to the public right yeah so, like it has historical value and significance so it's like oh other people may get something more out of this than i would um besides yeah. just knowing like this is very cool and it's very expensive <laughs> okay yeah we'll, we'll we'll put it in in uh We'll say there's like a a university in New Veneer that um, has like a, a, a an offset like a museum offset to it, and they basically during this time that you're gone, um, they're just kind of like cleaning it up and verifying it. Uh, but when you get back, it will be worth two thousand five hundred gold pieces. Holy shit! Okay, yeah. Um, so it, it will it, like I said, it, it is a, a, a pretty uh, hefty, um, valuable thing that you found for them. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, uh, good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think that's all the stuff I said. Said. Oh, and also, um, and I'll explain this more when you go into mining. Um, but the silver you got from the gargoyle. Um, so the ore that you're going to be mining. Basically, what we're going to decide, you're going to get ore from it no matter what. But the amount of ore will depend on how good of a check you make. And what that means is there'll be a a dice size that'll be relevant to it. And when you roll that dice, um, if you get a one, then you've used that's the last use of that asset. So, for instance, um, the silver from the gargoyle is going to be a 1d4. So every time you use it, you roll a 1d4. If you get a 1, that's the last use of that silver. Cool. That way it's kind of like we don't have to keep track necessarily of material, but it gives it a chance of being used up fully. Great. Um, I like that system. That's way easier to keep track of. Uh, So did you... Okay. So back to (laughs) uh, the excavation. You said you had a question, and I... That triggered my question. <laughs> um, yes, mostly related to because I'm also trying to craft armor out of this ore. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, my question is: Would I be able to do any of that work towards my armor while we're here, or not? Because my thought process is: If I can, because we have two downtimes, one downtime to mine, one towards armor. But if I can't do anything towards armor, which is fine, I'll oh. just do both of them towards mining. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess I was wrong. There is is more. Um, so when you wait, are there's more. wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> I, I I like fleshed out a lot more of downtime activities and like to fit this system. Uh, and what we decided was um, 
the DC for crafting is just going to be a 10, a, a nice mm. flat 10. Um, and when we first, what caused you to have to look for ore in the first place was a check that I had at DC 15. Um, so we're mm-hmm. going to change that to say that was a success in the past and it was just you securing sp- private space in Grafto's uh, smithy for crafting this. So that's going to be an auto success on your thing that you already had. Um, you're going to then get an auto success when you acquire the uh, the Lemonite. Yes. The rest of it, because um, I think I said it was like a meter of six, and that's two out of six. The other four probably will have to be worked at the shop in some format. Okay, um, so fine. you'll probably have to come back to that. Um, so you'll... Uh, it depends on... I mean, you guys might spend... I mean, I'll say you can spend the whole week here. You can leave early if you only want to spend one downtime. Um, either way, that's fine. I did calculate what all of the prices uh, that Trundle will <laughs> charge you depending on when you leave <laughs> and I've, okay. I've put it out up to four weeks <laughs> oh man <laughs> uh, just in case i don't expect you guys to stay in in near uh like ea for four weeks but i, I did get um the money worth because <laughs> i didn't want to have to like do it over again just in case <laughs> cool so i'll just start then with spending one of my downtimes if we can kind of split it between the two for this first yeah. week of downtime I'll just spend my first one um, mining the lemonite then. Okay. Um, so you're going to go up there, and, and normally what I would have done for crafting, or for not craft, for harvesting or mining, is it would have been, um, you need proficiency with the with a tool or whatever, but it's just, pick, I think you just need the axe pick, the, the pickaxe. I, <laughs> I'm bad. My mouth hurts. <laughs> um, and then it would have been an athletics strength check to decide mm-hmm. it. But because of the poisonous nature of Lemonite, it's going to be Athletics Constitution that I'm going to have you do. Um, And the higher the roll you get for this uh, will determine how much of this product you'll be able to pull out. So if you want to go ahead with that. Um, Okay, okay. Don't fuck me right away, dice. Cool. Um, so I probably don't get any because oh, I just rolled the actually, natural let me, one. Well, let me say, um, I am looking back at what I wrote. Uh, for every downtime activity you spend on this, you can add an additional plus one to the check. Um, allies can commit downtime activities to add to the check as well. But um, just let me know what you roll. Uh, I got a natural one, so I'm assuming natural. I don't get anything. Uh, no, no. What, what's what's? Just give me the total. Uh, so that would be a total of... Five, since I spent a downtime, I have a plus three in my constitution. Um, okay. And I'm not proficient in athletics, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, looking at, unless yeah. the only other thing, if you would allow it, because I do have my multi-tool, I can cast guidance on myself once per day, or like as part of this process to get an extra D4 on that, so I can get something. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that that's cool. fine. I, I don't mind. Ooh, that's a four. So that's four. Uh, nine. Okay, you you only get one use of this asset. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> not That's even fine. A, not even a roll, just uh, just one use, and you already know what's going to be. Um, yep. We talked about this before, 
and will probably remind once you make it. But you'll end up, because of the Lemonite's special properties, um, when you make it into armor, we're going to give it some special properties as well. Uh, I haven't yeah. decided it yet. Uh, you can give me input if you want on if someone attacks your armor and it's a, I was thinking either a nat one or a nat 20, and then you have to roll on the unraveling magic table. I don't okay. know which of the result yet, or, but that's just like my concept of it, just because that's the table I was using for the lemonite in the first place. Yeah. Um, I had an idea. I don't remember. I had it written down in a different notebook. Yeah. Um, I'll send it to you. We can figure that off. Uh, yeah. On uh, off mic. Yeah. Okay. Who who next? Who next? Um, I had three things I wanted to do. I don't know if they all take up an act full activity or not. Okay. Uh, give me give me one, and I will let you. Know. Um. So, well, Darius isn't collecting things from the snake anymore, so that kind of kills well, he can more of my he can things. still spend downtime doing that too. We I mean, can still do that. I yeah. was just starting with the ore. Yeah. Okay. Um, because once he did that, I was going to use. Uh, I was going to create venom for my arrows from the snake. Yeah. So then we'll we'll have to wait until it gets harvested before yes. that. Um. Do you have a second thing? Um, it depends on what they what because I also have calling my parents slash finding someone to re, to retrain my feet. Right. Um. That's right. Everyone's got to do their responsibilities. Um. So either so it's going to be hard for people to do. Um. While they're out here, I think Andian has thankfully put herself in a situation where she can just call home to get soothing. <laughs> but everyone else, um, I guess you'd have to spend an honor if you want to maintain a relationship or you can let it drop a score. Um, I'll probably just end up spending an honor. I'm trying to look to yeah. see. Oh, and and um, since last time I decided uh, just for this interview, uh, they're confused about something that I say. Um Normally they would get benefits. They get benefits for when they do their um, maintenance on a relationship. Um, I'm letting them after every mission, if they want to switch what what benefits they have, um, they can do that. So Adam's going to spend a thing on it. Is Thelum going to spend an honor or is he going to let the farm relationship lapse? <clears throat> um <laughs> fuck the farm <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll I'll ignore it for a bit okay um also I think you guys told me privately that you were going to spend some of your honor um I think some of you got renowned score from it and a few of you leveled up because you got some experience from it I think it was like one honor is a hundred experience. I think is what I said. Yep. Um, so they were able to boost themselves up to fifth level. Some of the peeps. Um, but for your phone call, um, the phone call for your family, um, that itself uh, is not going to spend downtime. 
Okay. Uh, I, I'll let you know. Um, looking for a trainer. So finding a trainer is going to take downtime. So so what that might mean, it, I think some possible options are you could spend downtime arrange like if if for instance if if your father King Anar sends out someone to you, you might spend downtime activity calling ahead to arrange lodging and food for that person for their mm-hmm. time in New Veneer. Um, otherwise, you could always in New Veneer look for some some guy, um, things like that. Um, I think if you if you looked for some guy in New Veneer, it might cost like one silver piece per downtime for him training, like taking the time out to train you. If your if your father sends someone out, I think it's just gonna double your expenditures, your lifestyle every week. Um, just kind of fit that in easily. Yeah, she'd probably call to try and get her old archery teacher to come. Okay. An Indian. Yes. Hello, father. Um, the, how, how are you doing? Well, and how are you and mother? Well. <laughs> uh, it's both lying to each other. <laughs> <laughs> they get it from each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just keep up appearances. I just, I, you know, I'm concerned. Um, you never know what kind of incidents might happen out there, and it's, um, is is Newer doing well? I can't, I'm trying to think if she has told him that he's dead. <laughs> I I don't remember if you've said or not. I've been under the impression that you just haven't said much. But I, I just don't remember if you had thought. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't, don't know if she's had like direct con- as much contact with them yeah. until now, where she has her own thing. Near is n- no longer with us. No, I'm. I'm sorry to hear that. I know he was very close with you. Yes. Same. It was a hard time for me, but he he gave his life valiantly. Yes. Have you made a, a have you, Have you gotten any closer on your on your quest? I've found I've encountered something interesting that may. Uh, have ties with what's going on in the season of the court of the four seasons forest, but I'm not sure yet. Came across some yeah, di- gems, diamonds that made a poisonous gas that caused the beasts in the area to go crazy. Well, I sure oh. hope that's not it. Might want to send some people out just to check to make sure there isn't oh. any caves with what's something called lemasite in it. Interesting. I'll I'll definitely have to check it out then. Um, thank you for giving word back. Yes. Uh, I was wondering if it was possible if you could send out uh my old archery teacher to New Veneer. I think I need to 
dust up on some of my skills. I normally I I wouldn't I would without hesitation obviously but um Giladar is is dead I'm sorry to hear that um, when did this happen about 2 weeks ago um there was some incident on the borders and he fought valiantly but he did it did come at a cost i things are getting dangerous out there and i perhaps if you can find i mean if you can set up some lot board and lodging uh, i think i can send someone out to new veneer in, in about about a week's time yes uh, I could it's someone I trust time. very closely so I, I I feel as though it might be best he, don't worry he's very he is one of the most proficient um, with aim that I've ever met but I know him You may have, in a way. Why do you speak in such vague terms, Father? You it's strange, I'm aware. Um, when the Court of the Four Seasons first came to Fractera, um, we made accords with a elvish kingdom and joined land with them, part of which is we own this area, um, you know, as a border between Bracterra and Prism. However, we give important roles to those uh, in the royal family of, of those elves. Um, and much like you, um, fourthborn, you are not set to take a throne thirdborn thirdborn um <laughs> time passes so strange i've I'm 75 already i understand <laughs> time flies <laughs> um their royal descendants um the say the the thirdborn of theirs may not necessarily work as a king, but provides aid in other important fashions. Um, and one of such, um, uh, his name is Ildatha, um, of the Qutara lineage. 
he works very closely as a personal aide to me. And you may not recognize him um, as Ildatha. What would I recognize him as? <laughs> um, well, I guess you would not recognize him as an elf. He does not spend a lot of his time as an elf. Oh, so... I think it's important for Ildatha to explain it to you when he arrives. Very well, Father. I will have accommodations ready for him. All right. I swear to God, and if it's are... any of it, who I think is a more humor in the face. <laughs> <laughs> And you're sure you're doing all right out there? Yes, of course. And everything is well at home. Yes, of course. Can I insight that? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Um, the, the key to role playing King Anar is. <laughs> Anything Endian says to me, I can just repeat back. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, shoot me. Uh, yeah, y you can tell he's um, King Anar is an Aladrin of the winter season, which primarily you might associate with being ice cold, frigid, cool, and collected. However, King Ignar does not resemble the icy frigidness of winter. He resembles that magical glimmer uh, that you might see with the clear sky, stars shining in those warm, hearthy moments in the middle of night on a calm winter season. And he, because of such is not very good at lying. <laughs> uh, but yes, you can tell he's not telling you things. <laughs> well, you can always call me if you need anything. If you oh. need me to return for any reason. Of course, of course. Okay. I am sorry, your, your mother's calling me. I have to... I have other duties to attend to. Send Stay my regards. Of course. Uh, and then that conversation. And then you'll basically spend a downtime arranging accommodations for this Eldatha guy. This bastard. <laughs> um, and then, uh, what about Thelum? How is Thelum spending some of his downtime? So he, 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 I was going to say, I know you didn't have like a lot of the same... Uh, lofty uh, goals as these two did, but what, what do you got for me? <laughs> um, not so much downtime, but so much I've noticed some things on my character sheet. I have dark vision. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Kyle? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Kyle, are you for real right now? <laughs> you better say, dark... just kidding. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> my boy, you better say, just kidding. <laughs> 
So it's it's from the Monsters of the Multiverse book. Oh yeah. So it probably when you yeah, I didn't realize it's gave me that. Yeah. Uh, also, well, what language does the genie speak? That I also noticed. It is. It is. He was speaking primordial. I thought you had primordial before because that's. I remember yeah, like I looking at stuff. Language, I was like, I'm pretty sure I had it before. Yeah. Um, I think mean, I just didn't input it back in. Yeah. Okay. I because I was wondering if nothing else, I'll just say you understand this guy when he talks to you because of the his connection with the ring. Um, I, I was pretty sure you had it too because I I specifically double checked to who could understand him when he was going to speak to you guys in the uh, temple. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah old, no, I can the legacy Genasi automatically got primordial, but now with all the races, you get to choose what languages they know. Oh. So you don't, by default, know anything besides common, I think, for okay. all the new races. Okay, so then you, you might not have... Yeah, I didn't input it. it. Okay, that, that makes a lot more sense. Also, what I want to do for my downtime is get this fucking... Poison off me. Oh, yeah. How how long are you poisoned for? Sure enough, Earth's going to get dark vision in Monsters and Multiverse. Yeah, I looked that up. I was going to... With my new level up, I was going to clear up his foot rot. Hmm. That's right. Well, there's foot... There's there's the foot rot disease, and then there's also... Poison. Um, poison uh, yeah. from Lemonade. Chaco's poison. How, how long is the poison last for... For Thelum, you told me three days. Three days. Okay. That'll, I mean, that'll, you'll be poisoned. Um, we'll say it only matters for this one downtime activity for your rolls. For the rest of it, you'll, you'll recover. Um, uh, and, and I'll I, also take away my exhaustion, right? Well, since we're on downtime. No, your exhaustion comes from the, the foot shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I think NDN is going to has the ability to cure it. Yes. Okay, I'll take it away then. Yeah. So one day she'll just <laughs> uh, corner you in the cabin. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll use, I think, lesser lesser restoration on it. Yeah, uh, lesser restoration. Nasty toes. <laughs> your your feet start to clear up algae oh, that was growing on it rescinds <laughs> um, and yeah you can get rid of your exhaustion okay and that one doesn't really have much to do much to do about nothing from wanting to buy a certain something okay so um, I, be like after. I will say also uh, so normally if you're buying like magic items I usually, depending on which store, you can get it either that this, this the week you're this downtime week or the next one, and they'll be different prices. But since you guys are away in Enoch Village, you probably won't get any magic items. However, if Endian wants to do part of her calls, just put in orders, you can get yeah. next week when you get to New Veneer, you can get these items at a reasonable price. Yeah. That was my other thing I wanted to do. <laughs> but let's... let's uh... We'll 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 cover whatever Thelm's first downtime activity is, and then we'll put in the the purchase orders. Hmm. Um, if you don't have anything as a suggestion, um, how's Thelm's survival? 
I ask because in the sheet that Bumble has shared with us, to harvest from a monster, we have to do a survival check uh, to get things from it. And while Darius is good at many things, I have a plus zero to survival. So it'd just be a flat check for me. Um, but I am more than willing to give my extra downtime <laughs> to Thelum to give a bonus to that check or something like that. Um, if you have any sort of bonus to survival. My bonus is plus five. That's better than Darius. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a DC 15 survival check if you want to skin this. Yeah, you want to harvest Chaco. I'll help you. Uh, I'd be helping you. <laughs> oh, okay. Because um, as part of that as well, um, in addition to spending a downtime, can I give him the guidance as well that I've been giving myself? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Cool. Okay, so you can add a d4 to that check as well. A d4 is this one. Um, a dirty 20. Oh, well, there you go. You passed it. Um, so Chaco, the onyx crowned boa, was a huge creature. So you will get to use that asset uh, with an exhaustion of a 1d8. So every time you use uh, Chaco to do stuff, you just roll the d8. If you get a 1, that's the last use of Chaco. Chaco. Perfect. Cool. So that's downtime. Um, okay, yeah. If, if you want to just go with some, some shopping requests, I have given myself a lot. <laughs> I've done a lot of the front work now, finally, for uh, just having prices that I can give you guys for shit. Um, so one thing I'd be calling for is a pair of wound closure. <laughs> yep. Um, that would cost you 350 gold. Right. Easy enough. And so all, all of your orders are going to be going through the shop known as the Color of Magic. That's mm -hmm. usually the more mundane, everyday thing, but you can put in orders. Um, the owner is an elf named Sarn. Uh, he, he, he's a pretty low-key, very chill guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, Parapav enclosure is 350. Right. I got money to spend. I would be looking for Bracers of Defense. Bracers of Defense, uh, as a rare item, they would cost you 1,100 gold. <laughs> 1,100? Yes. You got that kind of deal on you? <laughs> I could with my could. honor. Oh. Um,. Do you have honor left after experience from leveling up? I I had 23 overall. I used 13 to okay. level up. So I had 10, 10 left. Okay, I, I wasn't sure how much you had. I was just checking because Darius does have gems and stuff that we can use for uh, currency as well um, yeah. that we picked up last mission. So I was going to offer some, but if you just want to use honor, that's Plus, Thelum hasn't been using money at all. He has 962. Oh, I knew Thelum was loaded to start with. <laughs> That's why I was just going to offer gems. <laughs> okay, wait, how much money do I get for spending on it? 
I believe it's two two honor for two hundred gold. Two honor yeah, for two hundred. It's a hundred gold per honor, essentially. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. I think I think I had put it at two for two, so way people are like having to bulk pay for things just as like a more like if you're oh, gonna so only buy, spend two honor. Yeah. Okay. I will spend two honor for two hundred gold. Cool, and then put in for the bracelet of defense. And then again, all these stuff you'll get when you guys get back to New Veneer. Um, was there other stuff you guys wanted? Yes, because, and it's going to be easier because Darius now knows he has quite the payday waiting for him when he gets back. Yeah. Um. So, plus oh. one shield. Okay. What What is the rarity of that one? Um. All of these are going to be uncommon. All uncommon are 350. Perfect. Um, so Darius is putting in an order for a plus one shield, gauntlets of ogre power, and the parapet of health, which okay. um, mostly based off of his dreams and such. And the stinky foot that um, Thelum got <laughs> makes him immune to diseases. Oh, Ooh. stinky foot Thelum. <laughs> Maybe I should buy some boots too. Hold on. <laughs> I thought we were going to make boots out of the snakeskin. Oh, yeah, I think that's going to be one of our <laughs> downtimes. Uh, and I know you guys had written in your notes that you put in Discord uh, healing potions. You can get those for 25 gold if you're doing regular potions. 175 for greater potions. Uh, I, you, you put a question mark next to Wand of Web, but I did write that as 350 also because that's an uncommon. I don't know exactly. What oh, yeah. Um, I, I had antidotes on mine, too. Yeah. I just didn't know if we are, would pre-order those or not. Well, I'll say uh, you will pre-order them. I think they're usually really, I think they're like 50 gold. It's either 50 or 100 for antitoxin. It, I think they write it as an antitoxin here. Um, however, I didn't want to mention that yet because... Potentially, if you're crafting things using Chaco, you could also potentially just make an antitoxin. Or if you get Gunu's help, you can find herbs to craft antitoxin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 50 gold. Um, so it just depends on how you guys, if you always wanted to like go the cheaper route with antitoxins, or if you guys are just wanting to just spend 50 gold for an antitoxin. Um, um, how much did you say potions were going to be? Uh, 25 for normal, 175 for greater. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank you. Do you guys... Do, are you guys spending most of your time just in uh, the forest area, right? Because two of you are, are harvesting and mining, and you're you're walking the lake on on phone calls all day yeah um, okay cool, i'm cool, cool. a very important businesswoman well, uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're spending all of your time basically at the cabin uh and you'll notice a lot um it, gunu like i said is, is spending her time cleaning cooking fishing um and practicing magic that's like her downtime activities right now that she is spending um after you know like half the week goes by uh gunu's cleaned it up pretty well um, you notice that the, the bookshelf is organized now. Um, so you guys effectively have a library, uh, which I think, uh, if you do researching checks here, 
uh, you'll get a plus one to your to your rolls uh, because of the library. Um, and specifically, Indian's passive perception, because you are spending your time here while this is going on, uh, with all the claw marks, and you didn't notice it the first time uh, around when you were looking and examining, because everything was a mess, uh, and you didn't really know what you were looking at. Um, now that everything's kind of cleaned up, you notice like the gash in the floor leaves part of the floor. Like there's like a lot, like a, it's like a board is kind of lifted up some. And the more you examine it, um, you notice that it's not like a, like, it's not because there's just like a loose board. It looks like there's a hidden trap door that might've been like covered by a rug before or something like that. I would go into that. <laughs> I, I, I do want that lums away. So I would see. Yeah. If I imagine this is, this is going on while they're, they're harvesting. Yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah. So, uh, you open it up and Gunu's there with you. Um, what, 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 what is this? Not sure. We gotta make sure it's safe. It, it looks, it looks dark and our Gunu can't see. You don't have dark vision? I, we found out Thelum does. Oh, <laughs> did he not think he did? I think he just closed his eyes every time it was dark because he was afraid. Oh, that makes sense. There's a lot of scary things in the dark. Hold on, let me look up Grungs. Because <laughs> that's what Gunu's based off of. <laughs> they might have gotten an upgrade too. <laughs> Everyone's getting a glow up in Mordekainen's. <laughs> no, I can't see. <laughs> I can see 90 feet, so. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, well, Gunu will like go and get like a candle. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll like use her tongue to to hold it. I think I think I can do it. Um, you and you'll see like your hand? there is like a uh, there's a ladder, and you notice there is a floor to the bottom of this, right? So you it's about twenty feet down. This ladder goes. I'll go down there. Um, okay, yeah, you get down the twenty feet, and then you notice it's a small. 10 by 10 basement. Um, it's like wooden. Uh, there's like basically like some some wood, some stone like lining to make walls and, and structure this thing so it's secure. Um, and you notice all that's down here is a like a, a wooden trunk. Appear to be locked? No. I look at Gunu uh, suspiciously. Why are you flunking in it? But then she grabs the candle from her. <laughs> she grabs like, the candle from her tongue. Sorry. What do you th- What do you think this is? I'm not sure. Is this Thelum's room? It'd be strange if it was. Oh, my parents would put me in a small room sometimes. That's okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> to protect you from the monsters and all. Yeah. Um, I don't feel good about looking into this myself. I think we should leave it for Thelum. Oh, okay. 
It is. I mean, if it's his room, then it's probably his stuff. So he would. That makes sense. We'll find out, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got another call to make. (laughs) (laughs) She's already got the candle back there. Check. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You guys notice found this this secret passage. Yeah, I'll tell Uh, tell him about it whenever he comes back. Yeah. So let's. Let's kind of move over then. Let's uh, let's see what what do we want to do for over. second second downtime. Second breakfast. Second breakfast. Uh, I'll have hash browns. Um, Darius's second downtime is already used up. Um, helping with uh, harvesting. Oh, okay. So I guess I'm harvesting. We well, used I- one downtime already, so it's. Oh, okay. you, you already did the the one for the harvesting. What? So you have you have another downtime you can do. Indian's gonna make the venom for her arrows, the toxins for her arrows. Yeah. Um, does Indian have? Does Indian have? Let me just keep. Let me just keep repeating that while I look at this document. <laughs> um. Okay, so do you have proficiency in a poisoner's kit? I can. Okay, you, because yeah. of right, the Aladrin stuff. Yeah, cool, cool. So once you get that, uh, do you have a poisoner's kit? I believe Darius is supposed to make one. <laughs> I can make her one one night because I don't think yeah. Darius is sleeping basically this whole week because of his nightmares. So yeah, um, as part of an uh, artificer, I can spend an hour and make uh, artisan tools. So I'll have a poisoner's kit ready for Indian one morning. Cool. While he's making that, I'm meditating and communing with the elven I have mind. Yeah. <laughs> the season get of proficiency. <laughs> uh, yeah, bloodshot. <laughs> I'm just imagining Darius' bloodshot eyes just <laughs> stumble growing. He's just like barely keeping it together. Um, okay, cool. So you get all this stuff. Um, so uh, just give me... I You know, I, I don't think I even need a check for this. Maybe. Oh, just give me a... Uh, just give me a Poisoner's intelligence <laughs> so basically with proficiency yeah intelligence with proficiency well hell um that's a what's my first a seven that's a seven uh, <laughs> um because you're proficient in poison you don't poison yourself <laughs> yay <laughs> uh, but it doesn't work also roll me a d8 oh boy i don't like the also roll Three? Three? Okay. You still have some chocolate left. <laughs> um, so, normally I was going to say, because you're you're po- crafting poison, that's not magical. It doesn't need a lot of stuff to do. Um, in my downtime rolls, uh, you can, in a single downtime, you can craft as much as worth 250 uh, gold worth of stuff. So, I was going to say you had the ability to create two doses, but, but you failed the first roll. It's just DC 10, so give me another... Um, Another one. Indian's a big dumb idiot, so I don't get Actually, a modifier to this other my proficiency. Right. Give me wisdom instead. I'll say. Ooh. Because that's like a lot of like survival checks are based off too. And I, 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 I was I, I pass, thank God, but um uh uh, uh fourteen. 
Four. Okay. So yeah, you just get one dose of this. Uh, we'll call it Onyx Crowned Poison. Mm. Um, basically, that'll work exactly like Chaco, uh, Chaco's Venom. Um, mm. So you'll be able to apply it either to one like blade or up to three ammunition. Okay. Um, and so that essentially is going to be on a DC 20. It's a DC 20 con save for whoever hits. And it has to be, it's based off injury. So um, it basically has to be something that hits a person and like deals damage to them. Uh, it doesn't affect on like constructs or undead. Um, but as long as you injure them, they'll have to do a DC 20 con save and or become paralyzed with that check reducing every turn afterwards. Um, and it'll, it basically stays on the the eye the object until it's used or washed so you can pre-prep your arrows with it as long as you don't wash them in the meantime or accidentally stab yourself yeah um oh i don't have a quiver of holding but i'll i'll like get three ready and set and like wrap them so they're separate from the others because you you almost don't need need them until you're on missions so they can easily be and then also, I'll say, um, if, if Gunu's assisting you in finding plants, uh, you can also use an herbalism kit to make uh, up, to two, up to two antitoxins. Um, so I, I'm assuming Darius can give you an herbalism kit also. So it's not, I'm not too... And that's my other proficiency that. I chose. So. Yeah, there you go. So I can just make two of them off the rip without... Uh, just give, give me DC tens. Damn it. Wisdom? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, 21. 21? Okay. Yeah, so you, you'll, you get two, two antitoxins. Ooh. Uh, oh, give me another D8 roll for the second use of Chaco. Eight. You're good then. Yeah! Yeah. I believe I have checked off all the stuff I had written down for Indian. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think I've checked all my stuff for Darius. Thelum. Um, I mean, at some point, I guess you during this, Endian would would tell you about the secret basement. Yeah. Yeah. I check um, it out. Thelum, we came across a hidden door in the floor. We think it might be your bedroom. She thinks it might be your bedroom. Are you aware of this? Really? Oh, so tempted to say it is my bed. Um, <laughs> um, no, I'm not. Oh. Well, we left it for you in case you wanted to check it out. There's a chest down there. A chest? Oh, I'm going. <laughs> it's dark, so don't you be afraid of now. the dark. <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes open this time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's what you do? <laughs> Yes, it's <laughs> if you keep your eyes open, you, you can see. Oh, makes sense. I go down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's this small ten by ten room with a wooden trunk. Um, do I see? Is it just a plain box? Just a wooden box? Uh, yeah. Okay, there might yeah, be like metal strips lining it, whatever, but it's it is a wooden trunk. I open it. Okay, inside you notice a few things. Primarily on top, you see a you lift it up. It seems to be a ceremonial 
garment of some sort, like a robe or something. Uh, it's a nice, clean, pristine white with gold accents. Um, you see uh, what seems to be like unu four unused talismans, like papers uh, with writing on them, um, four candles, and a book with names in it. Like you flip through, you're not sure exactly. Just on a glance, you just see it's like a book. It's got names in it. Um if you, I guess if you look through it more notably, you see that it ends at some point. Uh, the names and like the rest of it's blank. Uh, and at the very bottom list of names, you see Eileen Ramir. And above Eileen is, this is crossed out, but it says Willow Ramir. And above that is Gene uh, Genevieve Ramir. And then some of the last names change as time goes on, but it, it seems like maybe it maybe it could be like a lineage thing. You're not entirely sure. Um, just off the first glance of this, you also notice a scroll in here, and also a translucent uh, orb. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Hold on, wait. Let me catch up on my notes. <laughs> you said there was a globe also, right? Yep. Just, uh, yeah. See-through. It might be glass. It might be crystal. You're not really sure, but it's just... They just see-through, and it's just a nice... Uh, like, you can palm it in one hand. Uh, or like an orb that's you can use in one hand. Uh, I mean, I'll... I touch the globe, pick it up, look at it, inspect it. Anything happen? Anything I see? Um, are you like trying to get something to happen with it, or are you just looking at it? I'm looking at it. Okay. Uh, just looking at it, you're not finding anything strange. Oh, other than everything being here. <laughs> <laughs> Of the general circumstances. <laughs> I'm gonna assume someone was sacrificed. Because, <laughs> like, candles? Papers? A weird dress? A robe, I mean? I will grab the box and its contents, put the glow back in, carry it up to the group. Okay. What did you any, find? Any of you um, smart people, smart fellas, know what this could possibly mean? I show them everything inside it. Um, well, I can do. Give me, um, give me a little bit. Or I mean, I guess we're in downtime. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I'll cast uh, detect magic. <laughs> yeah. Um... The two things that come off as magical, um, the first one is the scroll, and the second one, normally when you're detecting magic, you might kind of sense what kind of magic it is. Um, this orb isn't really giving you... It's strange. You can tell it's got magical energy, but it's it's hard to read like what kind of magic it might be. 
Uh, whale, um, scrolls, magic, probably a spell scroll of some sort. Um, I can take a look at it if you haven't already. Uh, the orb is magic too, but I don't know. It's got a bunny reading on it. I don't, I'd probably have to spend more time with it. I don't know. It's definitely magic though. Um, but off the cuff, I don't know exactly what it could be. Hold on, let me try something. I grabbed the orb, the globe. Yeah. And I go into the ring. <laughs> you go into the ring? Oh, okay. I go into the ring. You go into the ring. <laughs> uh, the ring plops down. Bing, 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 bing. <gasps> where did he go? <laughs> where did where did Thelum go? Did the ring eat him? Yes. Um, uh, oh no, oh no! He normally comes out just fine. Oh, okay. You never know what what could happen this time. Um, so you poof in and you are in front of the genie. Do you know what this is? As I hold it up. Hmm. I cannot say that I do. Hmm. I... In all appearances, looks like a a glass orb, but the magic it has confounds me. Where did you get this? A bot. I would expect nothing less. It had other things in it. If you As do most boxes. There is some dust. There is also a roll. There are some funny-looking papers. Hmm. Perhaps it has something to do with a ritual of sorts. What about it being with a book of full of names? Possibly. Um, in my experience, it could be a list of former inheritors. Of whatever ritual it may have been. Thelum will sit down, crisscross applesauce. Um, he will try something. <laughs> he will try to make the orb do something, basically. Um, yeah, as you put your effort into it, um, the genie is like looking at you curiously, and you. You know, his eyebrow raises as he notices you pushing energy into this orb. And pop! The orb extends into a 10 by 10, or like a 10 foot uh, uh, diameter force field. You still have the orb in your hand, but now it's like this force field that's in it. And you feel like holding this orb, you could almost make it go places so you like you you like nudge it a bit and you move it it hovers and it moves left and it moves right moves forward moves up you feel like you have 
like some control over this bubble. Very fascinating. I have a bubble mount. <laughs> you know, I should have guessed, but I honestly never thought you would have achieved much with magic. I mean, Felim, I feel as though we have been getting off on the wrong. Normally, I'm a very, very patient man, and I apologize for snapping at you. You see, it's very irritating for one as me, one such as me, to deal with people with fish for brains. And you were pushing those buttons. <laughs> But I must say, <laughs> Thelum, maybe we can work together more harmlessly. Not in here, but when you find yourself out there wearing the ring, possibly you could try and amplify your own internal energy with my magics and maybe you can perhaps find ways to propel your magic in different ways my magic that magic all of those descendant of genie kind have magic inherent to them, fellow. Well, you included. Well, the first time that we went out on a mission with my friend, I couldn't talk to a leaf. Like, like they could. Well, they were talking to a rat, but it was different. Our magics are a little different, young Thelum. Yours and mine draw from the very energies that allow existence to thrive. The elements that we see around us that create everything. Those are the magics we draw upon. Is, is that what the electricity spin? Whenever I put that might might as well be. Oh, that could be our magics combining already. I always thought I was just imagining it. Like I was in some movie. Well, fellow, this is no movie. And you do seem to have these powers. And don't worry, the egg is doing just fine. I am holding it and nothing more. And he, he pulls it out like it's there. Oh, okay. So I was about to say, can I see it? 
He, oh wait, does he pull out of like nothing, like his body or something? Yeah, like like it swirls out of like air and like oh, okay. into, into existence next to him. I'll look at the egg for a little bit. Um, I I hope you know. I I hope you have good attention. I really do. Young Thelum, there are those out there with intentions far worse than I could ever have. And any intentions I have, well, you will be long dead before those even happen. Well, with that, um, it was nice chatting with you. Of course. <laughs> I plop out. <laughs> <laughs> like mid sentence, and, and you poof out. Nah, after he talked about my death, I was like, "Yeah, no, that's ominous." Fish for brains. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you poof out. You're still in the orb bubble. Wait, how big was it? You said ten. Uh, ten foot diameter. Uh, the hey fuck guys. is that? Did the you bubble. too? A ten foot bubble. And he's like inside of it. Yeah. Like he's not what? touching the bottom. He's just like he's hovering in the middle of it. What did you do? Uh, I concentrated real hard. On what? On the orb. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Okay? Okay. And you get out of it? I never thought about how I could get out of here. Um, but it's pretty cool. I, I will say, you can kind of feel like the way you, like, inherent, like, intuitioned the ability to move it. Um, you feel like you can intuitively withdraw your magic from it and make the force field go away. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do that. Okay, yeah. But yes. like, I'll just plop down to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Roll me a d8. Huh. Seven. Okay. On a one, it's going to break. <laughs> <laughs> That's very impressive, Willem. Uh, did you guys figure out what that scroll was? Didn't think to look. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go digging through your belongings when you weren't here. Um, he picks up the the book with the names in it. Okay. This would be the only thing that I guess would be mine, but the rest is... I've never seen it before. All well, right. this book also... This will be mine. <laughs> Alright, then. Um, Darius will take a look at the scroll, see if I recognize anything on it. Yeah, give me a... Give me an Arcana check. I'm pretty good at those. 
Not when I roll a two for a total of eight. Total of eight. Um, normally you're pretty good. Uh, actually, give I, I, it'd be a nine, so it doesn't really matter. Um, because of the library. Uh, but it's it looks like gibberish to you. Normally, you feel like if you were checking out a magic scroll, you you could get it. Um, you don't think it has to do with like the the spells you would be proficient in knowing. It seems like maybe it's more general. It's just more ancient, and you just don't know what it is. Um, I uh, I don't know. I'll like after looking at it, I'll hold it, like roll it back up, and hand it back. I I don't know. I could probably um, I don't understand what language it's written in. It'd probably take again take some time to figure that out. I am seeing I don't have that spell available to me whatsoever as an artificer, which is very annoying. Um, but you could probably get um, when we get back to New Veneer um, some sort of translation from it. Um, don't have the stuff we need here, though. Yeah. I mean, I look at Gunu. Would you know? Um, I don't know. You can, yeah, you can read. <laughs> I can, I can unroll the scroll in front of Gunu. <laughs> if Gunu can read this and Darius can't, we're killing the kid. <laughs> Kid's dead. Absolutely dead. Right here, right now. No On site. <laughs> None of this bullshit. I don't believe I have her proficient in Arcana. <laughs> so oh. let's figure out what happens. Um, it's it resembles a lot of the books that I've been reading, actually. Um, mm -hmm. you can see like some of these symbols come like in the different books, and she like pulls out like a book or two and like points to these symbols. It it uh um this one um. Darius looks scary. <laughs> it's, I just I don't know what some of these words are, um, but maybe they they might be. It it looks like it's like it's like a big ritual or something. Um, it, like it says like I can get pieces of it. It's something like trying to, condemning the demons below. Um. Uh, something, something called Nimrod. Uh, I don't know. If that's like a like a place or a person, um, but it seems like it's trying to call upon um, uh, on on Earth from another world to to come to come destroy the Nimrod. Could you repeat that name and not Gunu's voice? <laughs> Nimrod? Nimrod. N-I-M-R-O-D. Okay. Uh, that's what I <laughs> thought as well. I'm like, Bumble eh, didn't name this. No, no, no. It's, it's N-I-M-R-U-D. Nimrod. Nimrod. Fuck. 
Um, does that name sound familiar or any of the things she's describing, especially related to um, some of the snake cult things I looked up before? A, I'll, off the top of your hand, give me a history check. That is a 19. A 19? Are you able to save face? Or is that just saving throws? Um, I believe that's on anything. (laughs) I could also do guidance, but also if we have the plus one from the library, that'd bring it up to a 20. Oh, okay. If you weren't included. Um, Yeah, no, that was just my check. You're looking at the book she's showing you with the symbols. Um, Nimrod seems to be an ancient capital of the people that worshipped Mehen and Lamashtu. And some things are clicking for you. Um, Lake Ye seems to be named after the king of Nimrud. So possibly because it's been in this region that that nation used to be in this area. And with that, I think that's the end of the episode. Oh. <laughs> Kelly, that was a lot of info I need. <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, I need you can ask me. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask me on about this stuff on Twitter at Bumblescum, or you can ask uh, the Interdimensional Library at IDL underscore RPGS. That is the Twitter for the official podcast. Um, if you want to talk about Falling Earth, you can contact Adam on the Twitter at Little Growth. If you would like to make cheap poison uh, for your dirty deeds, you can always call on Baka Zombie at Zombie Baka on the Twitter. I cracked my knuckles while I was talking and I can't edit that out. I'm very sorry. Uh, but you know who has nothing to apologize for? Kyle. He's, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>